Howdy, Ads. AP, Corey, yep. from the tailgate, talking Aggie football all the time. Brought to you by Rosson Distributing, assistant Aggies with all their drilling needs. Aggie owned and operated. Don't forget to send us some commentary on the YouTube page mm-hmm. or to agstailgate at gmail.com. Or on the Facebook, because we need something to talk about. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Corey. Aggies three and four, one and three in the conference, lost three in a row, but they're playing at home. Two and one at home this, this year. It's two. Uh, they <laughs> get to go face. They get to go face. They face uh, number 15 Ole Miss at Kyle Field at 6.30 p.m. on Saturday. Yeah. And we're going to get into this matchup. Right. Just a minute. All right. But first, let's put a little time to the fans. Let's do it. Let's hear it. Let's talk about it. Some comments. Here we go. I'm ready. Par. Yeah. Par. I think he likes some golf game. Uh, he wants to know if Jimbo can go to a coaching clinic with maybe Davos, Saban, Ke- Kelly. Right. Probably Teach needs to. Old dog, new tricks. Well, those, those old dogs right there, they're more CEOs. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They're CEOs. They're more... Letting offensive coordinators handle their positions and defensive coordinators handle their positions. Exactly. So Sounds it's not good. working for many of them. Though. Look at them. They're all pretty bad. Yeah. Um, I, I'd say this: it, it wouldn't matter, right? Because he, he's already been to Saban's co- coaching clinic. He coached with him for years. Yeah. Uh, he, he's probably spent some time with Dabo at some point. They, you know, they, they used to be in the same conference, whatever. Mm-hmm. It, I don't think it matters, right? Because Jimbo obviously has the idea that his way is the only way, so it ain't gonna change anything. Yeah, I don't care how many. We're still be having the same conversations. Yeah. Uh, ben Capitillo, new subscriber, by the way. Thank you, Ben. Uh, he says he's gonna contribute twenty dollars, just like we did. That's so uh, towards good. the Jimbo buyout. Hey, so we're at six. Here. We're at sixty. We're at sixty. We're at sixty. That's right. Uh, I don't. I can't really do the math. The but GoFundMe ninety page. million minus sixty, whatever yeah, that is. We'll start a GoFundMe page. I think we're we're heading in the right direction. Yeah. Um, he also says that uh, we've been seeing the same <laughs> thing for since the first game of last year, right? Same issues offensively, whatever. Yeah. It's all been there. It's not like this is something new. Remember Colorado? Yeah, Colorado. And he's he's one hundred percent correct. So doesn't really make a difference. Yep. Um, Chris Record. Chris Record says, uh, "Hey." Jim berates, belittles his young quarterbacks all the time. He did it to Connor, and he doesn't think it's very helpful. Look, we talked about it last time, right? I mean, yeah. it's it's crazy that this team is always on edge. And uh, Chris, thank you for the comment. Uh, always on edge because every time they come off the field, there's head coach probably catching him right there, uh, berating. One of his players, right? Like just screaming, 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 screaming at one of the quarterbacks or whoever's coming off the field. These guys are constantly under this pressure to explain and perform and do everything else. They can't just play. Well, Jimbo's the same way, though. He's feeling the pressure. He's starting to feel the pressure. He felt it in Florida State before he came here. He's feeling it now here. Yeah. It's just, uh, and that's what it does. When people feel pressure, they want to put the blame on somebody else. See, look what I'm doing. I'm coaching you know, these guys up. He says he's coaching them up, yeah. but is he? He's just saying how bad you are. Yeah. He's not putting all these stuff to help you get better. He's saying, we always had, had, this guy. We always had a theory when we were coaching. Look, he, he can berate <laughs> and yell at him all day during the week. 
game day, you got to pick them up, right? Yeah. That was always our thing. But here's the other part. I also think that it's partially because of the fact that that's his his system, his baby, his thing, right? Yeah. And so when, when he sees something, he wants to go and yell it and say, if he was the CEO with an offensive coordinator doing his thing and a defensive coordinator doing his thing, he probably would be a lot better at getting players off the field, picking them up when they right. need to. Yeah, you bitch them out from time to time when you right. you know have 17 false starts or whatever it was. It was a lot. But probably saw a couple already. <laughs> but but at the same time, mm-hmm. part of the time because it's not your system, it's not your thing. You're not gonna you're you're not there every time they come off the field to just yell at them, right? Right. That's offensive coordinator's job. That is. Yeah, that's a coordinator's job. That is. Somebody's got to love on the kids. Yeah. Uh, not in the Penn State kind of way, though. Asian Persuasion says Haynes would be a, a good fit at K-State. And uh, James Franklin would be a nice fit at A&M. Hmm. Right now, the program's cursed. Too much talent, but issues with youth, injuries, and coaching. Scheme doesn't fit our players. I'm not a big James Franklin fan. I mean, I don't like what he's done at Penn State. What has he done? Has he done much? Yeah, I sort of, I, I'm sort of on on the boat with that. I don't like think he's said, done you know, a whole lot. It seems like it seems like another overpaid Jimbo. I mean, he's know, recruited right? well everywhere he's gone. I think he's recruited well, but he hasn't really. Yeah, same thing as Jimbo. He's recruited, but not the, the talent hasn't met the expectations. Yeah, I, so I, I'm not a big fan. It, you know, uh, as far as Haynes King, I think he'd be a good fit here under a different coordinator. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Haynes isn't my first option, but you've liked him. I haven't liked him the whole time, but I don't like his throwing. I don't like his motion. Yeah. There's a lot of bad. I have long motion, and I haven't seen the speed. They talk about the speed he has. I'd make, him a, a, I'd make him a lot more confident and comfortable. So, well, if he was on the track, he might be fast on the track. But he gets on the football field. I don't know what happens, but it seems like it takes him a while to get going. Hmm. And I think he can have success in a lot of different places. By the way, yeah, yeah. probably. Tommy Guns. He believes, I think, you are right. Probably. Which, that'd be a first. Yeah. So, uh, Jimbo was the same at FSU. Constantly does less with more. Yeah. His point. Does it all the time. I found it really interesting and disagreed with him from the jump because he said you were right, which... Uh, it, it surprised me a bit. Yeah. Um, no, absolutely. No. <laughs> uh, Joe Tronkel says, Unfortunately, our program is stuck in the mud. Believes the issue will be whether great recruits will stick around after this. A lot of a lot of the problems we put at AM are on ourselves. Yeah. Expectations are we got ranked six before we did anything. Before we right. did a damn thing. Our offensive line wasn't proven. They proved to be shitty. Our quarterback play has not been great because of the offensive line. Yeah. The freshmen have been good. They showed moments, but I mean, I'm not making excuse here, I'm telling facts. It's it's what sure. it is. We shouldn't have so put our team up on this pedestal. I want to respond. If we came in as like a crappy team this year, and everybody thought we sucked, and we beat Miami. That Look, takes under no situation, in. under no circumstances, was this team going to be expected to lose to the teams that they have, including South Carolina. Yeah. Right behind us. And that about Alabama also? Well, we lost to Alabama. We lost to Mississippi State. Not just lost to them, but got whooped. whooped. And, and so here's my point. Yeah. App State, under no circumstances. Yes, look, you're absolutely right. Should they have been ranked number six coming into the season? No, no. they weren't proven yet. However, however, this program has some of the best facilities in the country. Yes or no? They do. This program has spent a lot of money on some coaching. of the best fans in the country. Oh, yes absolutely, no. fans. Yeah. This co- program has one of the best atmospheres in the country to go watch a game at. Yes oh, or no? Yeah. Okay. 
the the players are getting paid as much as anybody in the country, right? More, I think. Yeah, probably. Yeah. The coaches are getting paid more than anybody in the country, right? Yeah. Okay, so, so you're, case, you're saying that, but so you're saying their expectations should be number six right now. They should be high. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. They should have been number six coming into the season, but right. they definitely should have been top fifteen. And at the end of the day, the performance doesn't match the talent. The performance doesn't match everything that's gone into the program. All yeah. the resources that Jimbo has, he's not showing results for that, right? Yeah. And so, and so to me, there is there is a level of should have we been six? No. No. Should have been 15? Yes, by far. I think at 15 is, is, is more or less where we should have been. I think in, you know, maybe 75, 80. That's where we're at. I mean, <laughs> that is about offense, where we're at. Our offense is at like 110 or defense. Yeah. Our defense as, is right. But, but, but I mean, as good as they've been, they're still not they're run, giving up big plays here in their runs. And they've been not I talked about it before the season. I talked about it before the season. We lost four starting defensive linemen. Exactly. We were going to take a step back up front. I don't think we've taken a biggest step back up front as we have in other areas. Coaching is a huge one. Coaching is a huge one. Three, a three-man front is not working, and we'll get more into that later on. Go ahead. Yeah, let's just hope we don't see much of it this week. Sliced Bread says, we should be stomping every unranked <laughs> play. Believe the AD should fire, should hire an OC, or uh, or we're going to be concerned about the court. Um, first things first. Thank you, Sliced Bread, for the comment. But here's my thing. Yeah. The AD cannot hire an OC, right? I mean, it's not going to do you any good. No. You can't, you know, it, you can't take the power away from Jimbo to control the team. Right. So even if you hire an OC, that doesn't mean Jimbo's not going to make the calls, right? Right. So at the end of the day, Jimbo has to make the change and give up the power. Right. Or they need to fire. Yeah. They're not going to do that yet. No, I, I don't guess they can. <laughs> they, uh, I read the hot seat stuff from ESPN. Yeah. Jimbo's name wasn't even on there. Like, Not when they owe you $90 million. Exactly. I mean, his name wasn't on it. It was all these other coaches around the country. No. By the way, the AD might be the one that should get fired for having given them the extension. I was thinking the same thing. When he brought that up, I was thinking yeah. maybe the AD's job's on the line. Maybe he'd be easier to get rid of, put the blame on him. Somebody's got to take the fall. And it's not going to be Jimbo. It's not going to be Jimbo. Not this year. Right now, it looks like not it's a couple of freshmen or something. I don't know. Maybe a couple of freshmen. Yeah. Cody Sheriff feels bad for the players. Crazy good talent. They play hard. Uh, but they're thinking so hard it negates the talent. We don't put them in situations that are positive. Right. We keep doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting a different result. And it's insanity. We're not We're not getting it. No, and, and no changes, no adapt, no, nothing adjust, adjusted by the coaching staff, no simplifications, no. nothing, right? We don't yeah. do halftime adjustments. We just come out. Jimbo said something at the halftime. We got to run the ball. We got we to get there run the ball. And, and then follows it, it up with seven straight passes. Yes, yeah, just throws the damn ball. All Absolutely. Look, and he, we've talked about this before, right? He's a former quarterback, right? He wants to throw the football. He thinks all these great passing plays are the way to go, right? Because that's how the way his mind thinks. He runs the ball because he has to. Because he has to. Not he needs to he win the damn games. Not worry, and quit worrying about throwing the ball or running. What's Do your strengths. Do what's A couple of Facebook be. comments. Yeah, go here. Um, Herman Mach Jr. Mm-hmm. wants us to give them a break. Them, I guess, the, the team. They had a slow start and some injuries. And and look. It's not our job to give them a break. Yeah, and, and here's the thing. Every team right? has injuries. Everything, every team has injuries. Every team is, you know, there's youth and all these things. And I understand yeah. that. And by the way. Look, I'm a big supporter of this program. Huge. Huge supporter of this program. Yeah. Big time fan. We got that. Yeah, we wear it. We wear it. Right? We yeah. live it. We, we're here in town. Yeah. We love these folks. Exactly. 
And we support the players big time, right? Huge. I think all we've said is how talented this team is. Right. But at the same time, you know, Jimbo's here. He's here. He's getting paid. His job is to go win ball games. What's the guy's name we you were talking about? We do, do need this to. Guy on Facebook. What's his Herman name? Herman Mach. Herman. Accountability. I'm not sure what kind of job you have if you're held accountable for things. Jimbo, that's all we want him to do is hold himself accountable. Take some responsibility in saying, hey, this is my fault. I need to make a change in myself. Yeah, the team, once he makes that change in himself, you'll see changes in the team. He's not doing that right now. He, people tell him you need to get an offensive quarter. He's not hearing that. you got to run the ball with A-chain, your best player more. He's not hearing that. you got to fix the offensive line because teams are running stunts like Leo's told you over and over, and they can't stop it. you got to do that. that He's not hearing. That's what I'm telling you. We're not trying to bash the team so much. We're bashing Jimbo. Let's get and, the facts straight. That's what we're, and, that's and what we're, we're doing. Telling, and we're just telling the story, right? Yeah. We're just telling the story. He's doing what he's doing. If we're he's just getting, telling the story. If he's making 90-something million dollars, he better have his big boy pants on to be able to take our little crap that we're giving him. That's right. Little crap. Gary Rivera says, where is Aggie football headed this year? Nowhere. Next year, again. Well, balls don't look good right now. I'll yeah. tell you that much. Nowhere this yeah, year. Gary, I agree with you. I mean, it's sad to say we were on the high horse. We took the over in the win column. We thought we they'd win at least nine games. Shit, we'll be lucky to win six. Hey, Dolores Pearson made <coughs> bed. Now we have to lie in it. Too much, too long for that contract. Man, it's just crazy. I mean, if we if we go back and watch this show from last year, we were high on Jimbo after the Alabama. We're, oh, man, he's our guy. Yeah, Jimbo, let's do it. I don't think I've ever been high on Jimbo. Uh, yeah, play well, maybe not as a play caller. But I mean, just saying, as a recruiter, he's done some good things. Yes. And uh, but being the CEO of our football team has not done a good job. Not, yeah. It's because he's not the CEO. He's he's only the CEO of the offense. Well, his title is CEO, as head coach. He, he he's not. And and once again, to reiterate, that extension's the killer, right? Mm-hmm. If we were still on the original ten-year, seventy-five million-dollar contract. I mean, I think there'd be a hot seat. He'd be five years in, halfway through. Look, we could fire him probably over 30. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah, I mean, I, still, I would be surprised. I mean, these Aggie fans and donors, they they got some deep pockets. I'd be surprised they don't. Uh, Jimbo, let's cut, let's cut it even. I'm about to say this. If he, loses to, if he loses to UMass, I think we'll let him go. I got a little short angry friend I might send over to his house and <laughs> have him knock on the door and tell him trick or treat. He's real angry. Dennis yeah. Baker says Jimbo doesn't care. He got paid. That's what. Well, that's what. I don't know if that's true. I don't think to be fair. I don't think that's true. I think he does care, and I think he cares because he really cares about his image, right? I think he's a guy that's concerned. But you know, he also he also hurts with the losses, and you see him now. He just doesn't have an answer, man. He's lost. Yeah, he's lost. He needs to change the environment a little bit. I don't know what that includes. If it needs to, how he's going to shake it up? Yeah, I mean, it's starting to shake up already. We'll talk about that. I'm sure later. Paul Vaughn thinks it's easy to be an armchair quarterback. I tell him, it's not a chance. No, it's easy. I'm an armchair quarterback. I mean, he says, no quarterback, no offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. Uh, going to be a tough year. Keep fighting and learning. Look, I don't think, look it ain't easy. Want to be a year. tough year? It's already been a tough year. It's already been a tough year. Yeah. But, hey, look, what we do, not easy, man. I know we make, Pippin ain't easy. We, uh, we, we, make this, we make it look easy. We make it look easy. That's, That's about right. it. That's right. You know I do. Yeah, exactly. Uh all right, Corey, let's hit on Ole Miss, man. So, good, good, good. Ole Miss, 7-1, first, come, first loss coming last week to LSU. They beat lost. Down. They, it was a pretty good beat down, 45 Second half, all second half. Yeah, they were up. 23, right? 17, 3? Yeah, so they were up substantially, and then it was a 
from there it was over. I watched that game live right in that chair. Right? Yeah, the seats. They haven't played a very tough schedule so far. Other than they 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 beat Kentucky. It's a good Kentucky team. Um, on the last play of the game, you know, one of the last plays of the game, they strip sacked on Levis, yeah, right? Uh, <laughs> so good win there. Yeah. And then the LSU game obviously was a, a big time matchup, and they got their butts whooped. But other than that, you know, you're you're talking Vandy, Auburn, Tulsa, Georgia Tech, Central Arkansas, Troy, right? Mm-hmm. So not exactly death row of a schedule. Yeah. On top of that, but they do have a good win against against Kentucky, right? Starting with the Ole Miss offense, right? They're probably about close to 50-50 pass run. They love they set everything up with the running game, right? Well, you say that. They've been more – they were run heavy in mm-hmm. the season. They've been more passing with Dart lately. Recently, if you watch their games, that's, I've watched a few of them. They were run, run, run. Vanderbilt ran, ran, ran. Finally got it going in the second half. That game was close game. They were losing or just barely being yeah. Bainey in the first half. But go ahead. Well, in, in all, and it seems like in every game they come out fast mm-hmm. and then let people get back into the game at some point, right? right? They don't sustain that level of productivity throughout the game. The, the one thing that has impressed me with Ole Miss on both sides of the ball, real quick, I'm not talking offense, just speed. Yeah. Team speed, Lane has a way of getting – Fast guys. They look I fast. think they just look fast. Maybe they the do. Fact, because of the fact that it's simple, right? I mean, yeah. the system is not a not a they complex just deal. They, do they, they just play fast. Yeah. So, offensively, look, they're they're about 50-50 run pass overall. Right. Now, like you said, LSU is probably the other way because they got so far behind. They were throwing yeah. the football a lot more. Right. Um, but they're going to use a lot of motions and misdirections in the running game. They want to get your eyes moving away from what's going on, right? Random onside kicks. You never know when you're going to get one. And then they use the running game to set up their passing game. Yeah. Lots of RPOs, lots of play action. Why would you do that? I don't know. That's ridiculous. Crazy. Crazy. Uh, you don't do that. So, and this offense starts with those running backs. And look, Zach Evans has got a ton of pub this year with what he's done so far. He's not even their best running back. That's what I You know, they've got a little freshman over there. I say little. Uh, <laughs> Quinshawn Judkins. Yeah. Quinshawn Judkins, who leads the team in rushing. Now, mind you, Evans didn't play against LSU, or at right. least he didn't play much if he did play, you know, with an injury. And he's questionable even for our game this, this on Saturday. Yeah. But this Judkins kid, as a freshman, I mean, he is killing it right now. Mm. The dude the dude leads that team in rushing, and it's, it, he is the center point of that of that attack because all the passing game comes off of the running game. Right? right. Yeah. So what do they do? Some motions, some misdirections, some different things, two back stuff, some, you know, a guy coming around all to take the eyes off of the running back and let him go down the field and do some things. Now your boy, the quarterback, dart dart also a decent runner. So yeah. he gets, he gets, he's their third leading. He's the third leading yeah. rusher. He's got over 300 yards. You know, he gets a, a bit of the action. And then how do they complement that? They complement it with two big guys on the outside. Um, and those guys can both make some pretty good plays. Mingo and Heat. Yeah. Both 6'2", six, 6'3", six, guys, 220-pound type guys. About myself. Yeah. But so Mingo, big play guy over the top, can get downfield deep. Yeah. Heath, more of the possession type guy. But – it's like they mesh it all together. You know what I mean? They make it work. They make it simple, like you said. I mean, it's probably 20 plays in Lane's playbook, but he runs them all the same, just with little, little, little wrinkles. Yeah, little wrinkles. I mean, RPA, you can do a lot with that. 
But he runs the ball effectively so he can set up the pass. We don't run the ball effectively, and everybody knows we're going to pass the ball either way. So and it's he, not and really he pairs, right? Yeah, He pairs. He pairs. Yeah. Um, Likes the little bubble screens, a lot of things to get the ball out of that Dart's hands pretty quickly, you yeah, know, in space, uh, and get get guys in space. He he is one of those guys though. His offense is so simple, yeah. so simple, and it's all about just getting plays based off of what that defense gives you, whether that's RPO play action or whatever. But he's going to continue to do the things he does. And he's good at that. Lane is good at that. And I, he, look what he did at Alabama. I think he taught Jimbo or not Jimbo, but Nick Saban a lot over there. Just I mean Nick's gone with it. His yeah. offense has been moving the ball ever since. So as the Aggie team, what do you do? What do you do to you know against this against this offense? What does the defense have to do? What are the big things? That what are we going to do, or what do we need to do? <laughs> All right, what do they need to do to be successful? Let's key in on the run first. Let's make them even though it's a 50-50, You said split passing running. Let's key in on the run. I trust our secondary enough to slow down the receivers and man. I mean, we definitely don't need to do a three-man line. I say at least four guys up front. Let's oh, bring pressure. Bring the pressure. I mean, I love that line yeah. I saw last week was Turner on the end, uh, Jackson, uh, Nolan, and Diggs. I love that line. It had Use rakes. Yeah, I mean, it had speed. Yeah. It had size in the middle. Stewart. And it should have freed up the linebackers. Overton. Yeah, I mean, it's just a lot of stuff. I mean, but, but you're right. I mean, three, the three man line is just asking for a disaster. We're going to get our ass kicked if we lose a three man line. If Durkin comes out in a three man line, we're going to lose it. <laughs> I'll get fired and myself in the field. We're going to lose the ball game. No, here. Our fired. defense is going to get is going to get killed by that running game. You get fired. So, one hundred percent, you've yeah. got to be stout against the run. That's got to be your number one focus. Right. Your linebackers have to be one hundred percent focused on the rail, tailbacks. Mm-hmm. None of this. Don't worry about the motions. Don't worry about the nope. misdirection. Your goal is to tackle the tailback. That's 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 the focus for the linebackers. Yep. Avoid the distractions of the motions. Avoid yeah. the distractions of the misdirections, right? Yep. Stay with the four man and stop the run. Get downhill and make some plays in the backfield. It'll screw up this whole system right. of lanes. I'm telling you. I mean, you get them in third and long, I think it's going to see a different ballgame. And then you, the second part is the pressure, right? Because yeah. at the end of the day, Dart's been really good when he's got time, when he's sitting there, mm-hmm. and he can use the RPOs to open things up, get rid of the ball quickly, and he's in rhythm. He's been really good. He's been able to get the ball out to his receivers accurately with good pace and everything else. Right. Under pressure, he's a different quarterback. And I know that, hey, look, you can say that about any Anybody, quarterback, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he specifically, the two levels are, are so far apart. Right. So if you can get pressure on him, and like you said – let those DBs play a little bit, man up against the, against those receivers, do what they got to do there, and bring some pressure to get Dart uncomfortable. He yeah. will turn the ball over. Think so. I think that sounds oversimplified, but I like it because it is overly simplified. It sounds reasonable, and we don't do reason very well here right now. All right, so the Ole Miss D, Ole Miss D. So they're basically running a three-two-six. Perkins <coughs> old. Old defense, right? That he was running here yeah. earlier in the season, and those guys are going to sit in there and they're going to run their three-man line. They're going to have everybody else behind that sitting in a nice soft zone. Everybody with eyes in the backfield, looking to see what's happening. If it's a run, they trigger. If it's a pass, they sit in their zone and go about their business, right? Right. From time to time, if you if they get you in a third and long or a passing situation, which for Jimbo is basically every down, every down. 
they'll start bringing some of those blitzes and different things right. that they like to do, some exotic stuff. Use the safeties, use the linebackers. And that's when that 3-2-6 will work is right. when you have a secondary that's keeping an eye on the backfield and you're not worried. What, what would they have to be worried about with us? And so the the thing that the thing that gets me is look they and, and they do have they they have been able to create some pressure right they've got uh 20 some odd sacks on the year 27 or something along those lines maybe 23 and and they do it from a bunch of different guys because they bring their safeties they bring their linebackers so they are able to generate some pressures at times on passing you know for sure passing mm-hmm. but they're not aggressive right Overall, as a defense, they're not necessarily all that aggressive. The problem is that Jimbo has had a problem with this three-man line defense. He cannot, because they don't man up. So, for example, you know, when we knew we were playing a three-man line, we'd add, we'd add a play that's basically a sort of a lead. It's a man-blocking scheme for the offensive line. Mm-hmm. Center man's up on the on the go on the nose tackle, exactly. right? The two guards can kick out on those defensive ends. Mm-hmm. Tackles would basically set and come up through up to the linebackers. Gotcha. Boom, five on five, and with well, a hole. tailback, yeah, huge holes, right? Yeah. But this would be our play. We'd and with their defense, as you look at it, because they've always got their eyes in the backfield. If you think about what you need to do. You need to have the misdirection, right? Mm-hmm. Because that slows them down. They're looking. That's their purpose. You need to have the play action. You need to have the draws. Things that show them something different than what is coming. Yeah. Right? Because what does the defender do when he sees? Oh, he sees pass action. Okay, now he's dropping into his little zone. If he sees run action, what's he doing? Straight attack. Straight attack. Yeah. Right? That's their system. They're going to trust those eyes. Now... You have to give them something false to look at, right? You have to give them something false to look at. If that's a double move with a little pump action, boom. Mm-hmm. Guys can, you can catch some guys deep, right? Right. Whether that's, that's some play action off of, the, of, off of the run, right? Right. Sell it hard. Let those guys come up and hit them over the middle, right? Or show pass and then draw. draw. Have we done that at all this year? No. Not once. That's on our playbook. And so, and so those are some different things. But then I also think because of the struggles that our offensive line is having, you got to get some quick and quarterback, just get them comfortable. Quick, easy throws for those guys. Who is a quarterback that. this week? We don't know. That's good. I like that. Know. Good. I like that. And Y'all heard I, that here I've live. Y'all heard that here live this week. It's going to be Connor. <laughs> there it is. Breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. News. Yeah, that was the best. That's the best you've ever done. Is it breaking news? That was hilarious. Uh, what what is it from? Uh, my lips to God's ears. Yeah, I mean, hey, he got in the game. He did. He did. So, um, but yeah, give him some easy throws. Whoever the quarterback is, right? A couple of little bubble screens. You know, some tailback screens, maybe some uh, some slants. You know, just no no hesitation, no read. Get the ball out of your hand right now. Something quick, right? Right. Swing pass to the tailback. You know, whatever it is. We just don't do that. It just doesn't look comfortable in our system. The way we run any play, you're just waiting for disaster. Yeah. These should be no read whatsoever. Go get the ball out there and let those guys play a little bit. And this middle screens we ran last week, it looked, I mean, at the the result was good. Yeah. But this, just everything about it just looked like, 
shit, what's happening? The one thing that he has started to do that has helped, I think, are the the boots, right? So he has done some boot action, getting the quarterback out yeah. from behind that offensive line and giving him some sort of easy reads on the sideline. Right. Continue to do that. I think that's a good part of the playbook, right? And then you've got to run the football. And if that means you put you gotta stay two committed. tight ends, you gotta stay committed two to backs, it. yeah, and go pound the football, I think that's Let's start a the big game part like that. We start the game like that, I think it'll throw Ole Miss way off. Yeah, because now they've got to stay committed to get out of yeah. that three-man front, right? Give A-Chain the ball, lead the game, or give it to Moss or Daniels. I mean, give it to one of these guys, right? right. Give it to Crown Oak. Give it a change of pace, right? Right. Change hey, it up. Let's get the tight LJ Johnson, but I think LJ's gone. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> so, and, and here's my other thing. Look, this game we came out and we, it was seventeen nothing before before you even looked up, right? Oh, and sick. and here's my problem: every coach on the planet scripts their first ten, their first twelve, not their every, first fifteen. Not every, except for apparently Jimbo. There you go. Because from play one, you've got Haynes out there. Uh, uh, uh. You're talking to the line. There's a crowd roaring. Nobody can hear him. Nobody can hear him. And yeah. why are we changing plays on play one? Well, the center wasn't. He was ready to go whenever yeah. he said something. He's like, hey, hey stand up. I heard you, buddy. Here goes. You know? And and so people want to blame the center on this. But why are we working in a system where the crowd is going to stop us from being successful? We have eight. Eight. There was false starts. False starts. Oh, I didn't know if it was that many, but damn. You know... I mean, that should be a lot better. Count. That should be a lot better. That, that shouldn't be a problem at home. God, that's eight times fast, forty yards right there. And our offense only doesn't get that many, like a hundred. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, so to me, script those first twelve plays, ten plays. Let's give it ten because maybe he, he can't do that. Right, right? Five. Let's give it ten. But here's my here's my thing: ten plays, and you're gonna practice those every day this week. All ten of those in that order. Yeah. And so now there's no questions. Everybody feels comfortable about these plays. You know exactly what you're doing. You know, like this is the no, don't, don't go audible. Don't, no calls, whatever. Yeah, it doesn't matter what they right? show. You just get up there. Don't matter what they show. Pick ten plays that you absolutely yeah. want to run and go, and run them. What does Jimbo say? Do it till you get it right, and then do it till they can't get it wrong. Right. I haven't seen that yet. He no. <laughs> we haven't seen it to where they get it right. No. So my point is, give them and get some comfort out of those players where they're not thinking anymore. These are the 10 plays. And I don't care whether it's whatever plays you want to pick. Yeah. But give them those 10 plays. They've seen them 30 times this, this week in practice, and they're just going to go out there and run them without thinking. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. Get them an easy rhythm. Mm. Nice and easy. That's what I think this team needs to do on offense to win this ballgame. All right. Now let's talk about sort of what we think. First of all, oh, how about offensive player of the game? Who's going to be the offensive player of the game? I'm waiting for a changes to break out and have a – I mean, he's had a solid game. Something wrong. But I want to see that huge run, break up 70, 80-yarder, get the crowd into it, get the defense pumped. I'm talking big play. I'm not talking, you know, a 20, 30-yarder. Right. I want to see a, those runs we saw last year that we've seen him do in the past, you know, kickoff return for a touchdown, something. Drop yeah. a 90, huh? Yeah, let's get it. Let's get going. Let's start off fast. I'm just tired of this getting down 10, 17, whatever. But somebody's got to give him a chance, right? Sorry, who's that? <laughs> All right, so you're going to go with A-Chain. Well, yeah. I'll, I'll say this. I think if A-Chain's our offensive player of the game, 
on one of those performances, I think we win this game. How about that? Yeah. But I don't think A-Chain's going to be an offensive player in the game. So I'm going to go I'm going to go green. All right. I'm going to go green. Good. Yeah, I yeah. got you, got you. I, I, expect, I expect Jimbo to be his typical self and try to throw the ball 40 times while we run it 20, right? Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm excited about what Green's done from week to week to week to week, and I hope that this week he gets a lot of participation on that. Yeah. Defensive player of the game. They're going to run the ball a lot. Um, I'll tell you who surprised me last week. I thought he played good. It was White. I, I enjoyed what he did. He's going to be all over the field again, I think, if they're going to be doing all the eye candy. I like White. Yeah, White's a good one. Uh, you know, I, number one, I wonder if AJ's back. Yeah, I haven't heard anything. I haven't heard if he's back yet. If he's back, I'm going to go AJ. You know yeah. what I'm going to go AJ? Number one, he's the best player on the field. Yeah, he is. Number two, number two, He's going to have to be highly involved in the run game, stopping yeah. the run game, right? They all are. And so, Bryce Anderson, that's a, God, that's a guy when you get on the field for this. If he gets on the field, I think he's got a possibility to be your player of the game. But who does I he take? Whose spot does he take? AJ's. Now, wait, hold on a second. So, you're just saying, so if AJ's healthy, how does Bryce get on the field? In for Damani or some plays for. I've got to say, I've been a little disappointed with Damani this year. He hasn't been yeah. what, I, what we saw in practice. You know, all cut up and once doing again, well. He looked like a, still he's <laughs> still playing slow, right? He's yeah, playing too just, much, too much up here. Not enough, just play. Yeah. Um, all right, look. Let's put score prediction here. The line opened at what two and a half? Yeah, it's gone down to one and a half, and it's down to one and a half. The over under opened at like fifty five. It's down to fifty four and a half. It's at uh, fifty. So that's what I saw. So now. The money apparently is coming in on the Aggies. People are betting the Aggies. Would the you, bear, would you the bear from ESPN picked the Aggies to cover. To cover. I mean, why don't you just pick them to win? A point and a half? Yeah. Oh, I'll take the Aggies in the point and a half. No, you just pick whoever that is to win. All right, so who do you pick? I hate to pick. I hate to get. I'm, I hate picking against the Aggies, but I really like Ole Miss this week. I mean, Aggies have not shown me anything last week. Killed me. The fans will be better. We just lost some players. I mean, losing Marshall Harris, it doesn't sound like much, but it's just the attitude, I think, that you get. Our offensive line is really beat up. I Look, mean, we, didn't, we didn't spend a lot of time on it, but, yeah, the big, you know, the, the incident this early, you know, in the locker yeah. room after the, after the game, yeah. the guys were, you know, basically That's just whatever. a young, that's kids. Just guys being, kids being yeah. kids, right? Yeah. Yeah. And rebelling in a situation where things right. aren't going They're not well, happy. And they're not happy. They, they hate to lose it. Yeah. And look. Harris and Marshall both the second time around, so that's, yeah, that's harder gone. and harder. Yeah. I look, discipline those guys and try to keep them around. They're likely mm-hmm. transferring, right? Yeah. They're li- likely going to yeah. transfer. But I'd like to. I think because they're, it's just a dumb mistake, right? Yeah. It's just youth being youth, freshmen, kids, whatever, however you want to say it. It's just young guys being young guys and frustrated. We've been there. We've done a lot of dumbass shit when we were eighteen, mm-hmm. nineteen. I mean, um. But no, that I mean, missing a lot of players. I mean, the offensive line's already sucks. Yeah, and we're. I, I don't think Foster's done for the season or what. Foster, Aki, Aki Moko, and Moko. A lot. We knew, you know, we knew Moko most likely. But I mean, Aki and Foster as of this past week. Yeah. And I, I, that's what makes me nervous. I mean, I haven't seen anything from this team, and a team that can put points on the board like Ole Miss, we can't get into a fight. Going yeah. back and forth on the scoreboard. They only scored 20 you know, against LSU, and that was in the first I, half. If they I, score 20 on us, we're going to have a hard time scoring 21, 24. And that's my thing. And, and <laughs> I, I, I hate losing those guys up front. I, I do, too. I do, I do. I do, too. I still think that we may have 
as good a combination as we had all year playing because of it, right? Yeah. Because we've got Zoom back. I thought Cam Newberry played pretty well this past week. I think it's good for him to stay on the field. I think Wyckoff and Foster are basically interchangeable for the most part. Um, and then you still got Robinson and Fathery out there. Yeah, Those guys have to come together, of course, and play better. The system has to be simpler so that they don't aren't constantly thinking. Right. It should be easy peasy at this point, man. We're just learning. We're passing it off. We're doing the different things. But you know, Lane's watching the same stuff we're watching. He'll make adjustments, and that's what makes me nervous. All right. So what's your score? What's your score? I think Ole Miss is going to hit just because the field position won't be able to move the ball. I think they'll get close to thirty. I think we'll get twenty-three, thirty, twenty-three. What I tell you earlier. How many do we have to score to win? 24. If we score 24, we win. I don't think we can score 24. That's I don't, my problem. I don't think so either. So I think it's probably a close game, but I'm going to go 21-17 Ole Miss. Now, Lane is his own enemy sometimes. Oh, he yeah. overthinks things, and he'll go for it on fourth down. He won't keep those field goals. Right? Yeah, he won't I mean, take the points. Yeah, I mean, 30 might be a dumbass call on me. It might be 28-23, but I think they're going to score enough touchdowns to our – inept offense that we can't score. Our defense might have to really step up and make that's, the plays. That's what gets me. And, uh, uh, you know, what can turn the game, obviously, is a yeah. turnover for, for a touchdown or something like that. But based on our, on our offense, I don't think we can score 24. I don't think we can win without scoring 24. And I don't understand the bear and these people putting money on the Aggies. What are they seeing that we're not? Is there – what do they know? Are they just think the, the home field advantage? The, the home, same thing we know. That we the have home talent? field, that we have talent. Playing at home, we're – where we've all we've always been a much better team, you know, and and that we played seven that, freaking games this year. We lost to Athletic. They but we played seven games. I mean, those seven games, where has our offense showed you that we're capable of? They have scoring so many points to be a team that can score. They have, and that's my problem with it. Now, look, I mean, last week was our best four, chance. I think all four that you know, obviously, I'm rooting for the Aggies. And yeah, I am too. I, I, I'm hoping they win, and trust me, I'll be yelling like crazy the whole game for them to win. I just don't see – I can't I can't tell the people watching that I think they're going to win because they're not – I don't – I don't want to lie to these people either. I don't want to. I ain't either. lying. All right, so we think we think Ole Miss is going to cover is what we're saying. I think Ole Miss is going to win and probably cover. And take the under, it looks take like. Take the under, yeah. SEC! 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 All right, baby. All right, let's take a look at some of the other games around the SEC here, buddy. Yep, yep. Arkansas is minus three and a half at Auburn, over under 62. I'll tell you, Auburn showed me some stuff. Uh, was that last week they were playing? And yeah. They came back in the game. They, I think they covered. Who was that against? Pretty good running game, by the way. I can't remember who they are playing right off the top of my tongue, but I still like Arkansas. Yeah, I like Arkansas. I like Arkansas to cover. Yeah. Um... You know, the things at Auburn are going to continue to deteriorate as, as the season goes along, just with everybody knowing that that coach is going to be out of here. You know, he, I imagine his attitude's even going to change some, right? Yeah. But I'm going to go with Arkansas. They've, they've got to start fighting to try to get, you know, back to respectability this right. year, right? Those, that yeah. team, you know, currently there's three teams tied at the top of the SEC West. It's Alabama, Ole it's Miss. LSU, and Ole Miss. Oh, LSU, who would imagine? Who'd have, who'd have thought? Wow. Right? I picked that one wrong. The rest of us are all way down here, We're including Arkansas. Down. Including Arkansas. Well, they lost to us. They, they lost to us. Suck. They got suck. You know, so I think their expectations are a lot higher. He has to have 
he has to have buy-in too, right? I'll tell because, you what Arkansas should do. They should call AM and see if they'll do a coach swap. <laughs> I think that'd be fair. I love that. Not for us. I think it'd be great. Not for them. Yeah, I guess. All right, so I'm taking Arkansas. Yeah, I'm taking Arkansas. Florida at Georgia. Georgia's minus 22 and a half. 56 and a half is over. Georgia big. Florida's off. I haven't seen Florida's offense move the ball. I mean, the quarterback running, throwing the ball, he doesn't look bad throwing. It just... I don't know if the guys aren't catching it or he's throwing it too hard. What, what's he didn't have touch? I don't know what it is. Oh, he misses wide open guys too. Well, that too. Uh, you know, I, I, yes, I think that this is a game that sets up to potentially be disastrous for Florida. Right? Yeah. You are, you have a hard time on def- on offense in the first place, mm-hmm. and you're going to compound that by playing probably the best defense in the country. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so, to me. To me, this game is going to be a blowout. That's the kind of game Georgia gets up for. Florida will yeah. get up for it too, but Georgia's really going to get up, and they're going to be like the Oregon game, I think, where they really put their foot on it, and this is done. You know, and the other thing that gets you is that, look, Georgia can score some points, and Florida really hadn't played defense very well. Yeah. So they do have that huge guy in the middle. Over under 56 and a half. Probably leaning under, to be honest with you. <laughs> That's my, my call. Mizzou at South Carolina. They're minus South Carolina's minus four, by the way. The respect that they've gotten now after beating AM. Minus four. 46 and a half is the over under. Mizzou traveling to Columbia. So I mean, I'd probably take South Carolina, but I'm I'm not big on this game. I'm not big on that South Carolina team. I mean, they got up 17-0 over turnovers and a kickoff return for a touchdown. You know what I you know what I'm thinking right now? What? Mostly after pretty much every loss we've taken this year, that team has been turned around to disappoint in some way. The team we yeah we lose to, right? So, so maybe I'm taking Missouri. Yeah, South Carolina. I kind of like Missouri too. I mean, I, I don't like Missouri. With the four points, don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. The four points. I don't know. Just as I'll a, probably tease that, but go ahead. Maybe tease. Kentucky game of the week for the SEC. Kentucky at Tennessee hmm. minus twelve and a half for Tennessee. Sixty-two over under. Well, I think Kentucky keeps it closer than 12 and a half. I mean, I don't know if they're going to win because I think it'll be a shootout. How much is the over? 62. Yeah, I like the over. That's, that's what I like. Let's take the over. Yeah, let's take the over. Let's, let's take the over. Put a G on that and go with it. Yeah, I like that. I like that. He's, I like that. Never doubt. Never doubt. All right, let's go around the country, man. Let's hit outside the SEC. All right. Virginia Tech is playing NC State. NC State's favored by 13 and a half, 39 is the over under. You think? Virginia Tech sucks. Yeah, NC State lost their quarterback. I'm, I'm not touching this Virginia game. Tech sucks. I'm not touching that game. Utah minus seven and Washington State. Why like Utah? Do you? I do. Oh, that's good. Why are you Take watching Sega? No. No. <laughs> uh, Ohio State minus 15 and a half at Penn State. Ohio State. Ohio State all day. All day. I don't know where Penn all State day. keeps getting this respect. Yeah, I don't either. They got beat by, I don't know how many, by Michigan she, last yeah. week. I think Ohio State. Two plays you said that. Penn State scored on yeah. basically it was a long run by the quarterback and a defensive touchdown. Yeah, Ohio State all day. TCU minus seven and a half at West Virginia. TCU. That's what'd your dad say? He said TCU. <laughs> TCU. I like. TCU. He also says the Bears are dumbass. The Bear likes West Virginia to cover. Uh, over under sixty nine. By the way, that's a lot. It's a lot. TCU's uh, Notre Dame. Notre Dame at Syracuse minus two and a half. Syracuse minus two and a half. I mean, I'll tell you, I like that quarterback. What he did against uh, yeah. Clemson last week. He moved the ball. They have a good running back. The defense didn't look that bad. 
Notre Dame's been disappointing all year. Syracuse favored by two and a half? Yeah. Where's the game at? At Syracuse. I'm taking Syracuse. And I guess, yeah, maybe that's, Syracuse. That's the way I would go. Is that your pick of the week? Pick of the week. Fuck. Oregon minus 17 at Cal. I haven't seen Cal at all. I've seen Oregon. Oregon's been impressive the last couple of weeks. I'd probably take Oregon. Oklahoma State at, Can- at Kansas. Where, who'd you like? You didn't take anybody. Oregon or. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on. Oklahoma State at Kansas State minus a point and a half. Oklahoma State at Kansas State? Yeah. Kansas State's minus a point. I don't know who the quarterback is for Kansas State. Last week they had that backup and they brought in their third string for a little bit. Well, it's Martinez. Martinez, Martinez got hurt, I think, at the beginning of the game. Well, if he plays, Martinez plays, I'd like Kansas State. If he doesn't play, I'll take Oklahoma State. Make sense? Oklahoma State. That's what I'm taking. I like it. Uh, Wake minus three and a half at Louisville. Wake. Yeah, sounds good to me. How about this one? We'll see how running that Wake game. You have that on there? 64. I kind of like that. Which side of it? I mean, I just like it. Yeah. Illinois minus seven and a half at Nebraska. God, Nebraska sucks. I just, I can't get on board with the Illinois team. I have a hard time. Yeah, I mean. And did you know Nebraska's technically still playing for a spot in the championship game? They're in the running. The big, for what, 10 championship game. Shut the fuck. Because the west side all sucks. But they got to win this week. Uh, I can't believe that. Cincy at UCF minus a point and a half. UCF minus a point and a half. Can you believe UCF is favored in this game? Didn't they just lose to somebody? East Carolina like got their ass kicked. I just read about it. East Carolina beat them like by twenty. Yeah. So you like Cincinnati? No, I'd probably UCF. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. It's way college football. USC minus fifteen and a half at Arizona. What do you think? Is Arizona the dumpster fire or is Arizona State? Arizona State is the dumpster fire. What's the over in this one? You got it. 76 and a half. Wow. <laughs> wow. What are they begging you to do? Take the under? They're begging you to take Jesus. the under. Jesus. This is the kind of game my boy like, oh, they're begging you to take it. I'm going over. He loves the overs on the Pac-12, by the way. I don't. He's taking a few of them already and getting hit. I'll take the under on this one. Maybe it was a and a half. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. Either way, USC, they just lost, didn't they? Yes. Did they had a bye. Who did they lose to? Utah? They lost to Utah. Yeah, I think USC gets his shit right. I think they'll beat him. Uh, Michigan State at Michigan. Normally a rivalry. Michigan's minus 23. I'll take Michigan State. Because this game's always, I don't care how big the spread is, for some reason it comes down to a play or two at the end of the game. Michigan. Yeah, he's crazy. I'm taking Michigan State. Your boys, Pitt at UNC, minus three. UNC, your boys. Hey, man, that quarterback is for real at UNC. I don't know if they'll cover. They've been real tight on other games, but. A lot of points. One loss UNC in the top 25. A lot of points. I'll take UNC. UNC, I'll take UNC as well. And last one, Stanford at UCLA, minus 16 and a half. Who gives a shit? Uh, Yeah, who cares? All right, questions from the tailgate brought to you by Carney's Pub and Grill. Good times, good drinks, (coughs) good people. Yep, people. Yep, yep. All right. I'll be there. What do the suspensions mean to this program? Marshall Harris Williams, by the way. That's just the start of the inevitable. This is what we... Kind of figure you start losing games. Kids start acting like kids. Jimbo has to be an authoritative figure and lay the law down. I mean, this this is the beginning. This is what's going to happen. Look, and I'm going to say this. I I hope I really do. I hope that Jimbo reigns these guys in. Harris, Marshall, PJ Williams, all three of those guys, good ball players, and I think ultimately good kids in general. But you know, he's got he's got to go in there and put his arm around him and say, Hey, look, grow up. We got we we got to do this. We got to do this together. We got to do this the right way, mm-hmm. right? 
And hopefully they stick around. I like Harris a lot. I think he's a star in the making. I think it's going to be tough for him to stick around. He's a star in the making. I think he is. He's going to go play for Dion over at uh, Jackson State. I doubt that. But, I, <laughs> but I mean, I think that uh, I think they're all really good ball players. I'm not sure about the, the lineman, PJ, but I, like Marshall, I was excited about him. Big kid, good receiver. I mean, the guy's, hey. the guy's already making some plays. You know, and so I, I do. I, you can't have distractions like that with what's going on right now. You have a bunch of young players. You do have to set a tone and say, yeah. hey, this is how it's going to be. we got a young team. This isn't going to be – we're not going to put up with this. Here's what I like. And since then, a bunch of the other players have come out and put out some tweets and different things. What did they say? I understand. Saying – Picking, picking these guys up and saying, look, this this program ain't falling apart. We're still together, this and that. You right. Know, we're here to stay. Yeah. Things of that nature, right? Mm-hmm. Don't believe everything you're reading. All that, you know, but sticking together. And to me, I think that's the big part because two things can happen, and I know this is like, thank you, Captain Obvious. Yeah. But the team can either fall apart or it can come together, right? Well, it looks like they're falling apart, right? As of right now, it looks like they're falling apart. Starting this, with the South Carolina game. I mean, yeah. not even the South Carolina. I'm talking App State game. But the way they came out on social media, maybe that's a sign that they're trying to come together. Yeah. And we'll, we'll find out, right? We'll find out. Right. Uh, lots of rumors about transfers all of a sudden. All these folks on, on the social media and from Texas and everything else coming it's out. It's going to happen. Some guys are going to transfer, and it's just life. Guys that aren't getting Rumor is LJ wasn't at practice this week. He's, he's hey, already – I'm pretty sure he's gone. He's already piecing yeah, out. He's gone. He says he's transferring. So, look, that is Jimbo's fault. Hey. That is Jimbo's fault because here's what you've done now. You've taken this number one class, which apparently you made a lot of promises to. Yeah, we're going to get you playing time. That's how we're going to recruit mm-hmm. you, yada, yada, yada. And now all of a sudden you've given the team to this freshman group. But those freshman guys are not ready to lead. No. They're not ready to lead. They don't, know the, they don't know the culture and the things and the work ethic that it takes. They just got out of high school. Practice was easy. Yeah. You know what I mean? All they did was show up on the field on Friday nights and went and whooped up. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. To build the culture and the team and the spirit, the fights, learn to have your guys learn how to practice, how to work. The older guys have to be involved, right? And you have to have a lot of them in there. It was work big the freshmen in as you go along. When Anias got hurt, it was a big loss. He was a, the leader of his team, and I mean, he's still around saying things, but not being out there actually hitting people. And yeah, that's a huge loss for these freshmen. Because here's my thing, you know, yeah. there's a bunch of upperclassmen that could be on the field. Right. Right? Yeah. Preston, for example. Yeah. Darius Jones. Yeah. Another guy. You know, you, so you've got a lot of guys that you could have and, and work those young guys in yeah. as you go. In a rotation. How about that? And you're talking about the transfer. What's the defensive tackle's name that they're talking a lot LJ about? LJ Johnson was a five-star running back that has not gotten a free, you know, more than three carries in a game since he's been here. I didn't think right? he had any. And and my point is this. I thought Moss beat him out. You can distribute carries. You know what yeah. I mean? You can get different guys involved. We only run the ball 10 And all of a game. sudden, who gets, who gets who gets the who gets want, the carries? Each running back Moss, the one freshman, carry. gets a carries ahead of you? Yeah. I mean, I don't blame LJ Johnson. So, who's uh, Elton Johnson seems to be gone. Smoke or fire? We gonna lose a bunch of transfers? Yeah. No, they were talking about Denlo. What's his name? He's 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 solid. He he tweeted he's part of the group that said that came back and said, hey, no, don't listen to that social media garbage. I'm solid. I'm I'm an actor. I don't know who else we're gonna lose. I mean, probably Johnson, the tight end. If his brother goes somewhere, I don't know what's gonna happen with those two. 
Uh, I'm not sure the quote Haynes King. I don't. I have no idea. I, I think Haynes is an Aggie. I think he likes being here. I think uh, he's in for the long run. Look, I mean, it's, there's going to be transfers. There's, there's going to be transfers. There's no. But we're going to replace those guys with other transfers. We didn't exactly. There's going to be transfers potentially. If every receiver on the roster is a potential transfer, by the way, every single Even one. Even Moose, maybe not Price because he's a coach's kid. What about Moose. Why did he start off on the bench this year? Maybe he seems to be saying, hey, this we didn't know about. Well, Preston's gone after this year. It's, it's like his 10th year. He's got to yeah. go. Um, so, who else do you have coming back? About, the, well, obviously, the there's two freshmen. Yulkees won't go anywhere. Yulkee? He'll be back. Not getting enough touches. Ow. I mean, <laughs> every wide receiver is Well, Marshall's pretty much gone. The way they, I mean, I see the writing on the wall with him. Two strike two. I mean, they won't all leave, but everyone has got something. I think Stewart will be back. He's got a good freshman year. He's getting the ball. He's a. Smith and Garza at tight end, for example. Those guys. They haven't been on the field at all. They, don't, they can't smell the field. Why wouldn't they go somewhere? Smith played last year, didn't he? Somewhere. Who was a little it? bit. Yeah, I mean, a little bit more than he played this year. LJ Daniels is running back. What year is Max Wright? He's a senior. He's gone. Well, we got to. And Green will be back, hopefully. LJ, LJ and Daniels. Why is Daniel going to stick around? He ain't getting no pub either. Well, you got he's got to compete next year with Moss or whoever's going to be the starting running back. So, I mean. There you go. Maybe he sticks. I mean, we'll have King Johnson Stowers is gone for sure. Oh, King God. Johnson, we saw him leave when practice. We yeah, should have. He, he, he wasn't even. No, he's not even participating. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, they could all leave though. I'm excited to see what happens. I mean, it's going to stop. I'm going to see. Gonna see, who, see I'm going to see. I'm excited to see who stays. Some of them are, Some of these guys are going to stay. Yeah, some are going to stay. Some are going to leave. We might get. We might get a transfer. Maybe we'll get some O line transfers. And on the O line, PJ Williams could leave. Yeah. Uh, Luke Williams could leave. Bankhead? Why would Bankhead? Aki could leave. Aki keeps disappointing everybody. Who knows? <laughs> I, 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 right. I, go to the door I don't think any of the linebackers are going anywhere. They're all we don't back. have any. Yeah, we don't have any. Defensive lineman. How about Judy? Judy's not getting on the field much. Burris, Darius Jones, Jordan Johnson. Guys that are not yeah, fresh. saying a bunch of names that I'm like, who the hell is this guy? Hey, Judy was a five, <laughs> damn near five-star recruit. Burris was a damn near five-star recruit up front. If you're a five-star recruit, I think you need to go somewhere else if you're not getting the playing time yeah. here and now with this team. And then Harris and Moten in the secondary, some options there that could transfer. I mean, Harris is looking like he's on his way out. But we still have Bryce Anderson coming back, There's Chappelle still, still coming still back. Uh, Antonio's still going, plenty of time. Antonio's going to Antonio's gonna be gone, right? He's going to NFL. So he can I think he'll be he'll be gone. Uh, he, Richardson's gone. A lot of folks consider him the best safety in, in the draft. So. Yeah, we, Richardson's gone. Uh, White and Cooper. Cooper back next year? Cooper's back, yeah. White, senior? I think White's gone. Okay. I think Lee and uh, Russell are they older guys too? Now White may I don't know he uh, medical coming back, but not 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 since he came back. So, so I, I mean I don't know. I mean I think our I think our future's bright. It's just the coaching needs Look, to get do, on board. They do. They do. We call they, us they need to listen. figure out the figure out the offense and get that situation you know mm-hmm. taken care of. Hire an offense coordinator and keep these guys around. Yeah. Obviously, I think they can all stay. I think they won't all stay. I also don't think they'll all go. We're right? talking about next year already. Yeah. This is sad. We're halfway through the season. Gig them. Peace out, Ags. Adios.